Hi, and welcome to another podcast from The Human Diver, where we are looking to apply counter-errorism techniques in diving. By that, we mean human factors and non-technical skills. Our goal is to give you the knowledge and skills so that your dives are safer and more enjoyable. The podcast is a mixture of short podcasts based on the blogs we have and longer podcasts, which will be interviews or discussion topics. Show notes will be provided so you can dig deeper if you want. Ready to jump in? A just culture is probably one of the most misunderstood concepts in human factors. In this blog, I'm going to explain what we mean by it and why it's so important to have to allow learning to happen. What do we mean by culture? According to the dictionary, culture is the ideas, customs, and social behavior of a particular people or society. So when we talk about just culture, we mean a group of people who behave in a way they see as being fair. Being fair isn't the easiest thing to define. What some people may call fair, others may call wrong. So this is one reason why this can be confusing. So let's start with what just culture isn't. It isn't a lack of fault. A lot of people see the questions being asked when a good investigation is happening and think that the problem is obvious. It was this person or that person at fault and they must be penalized. But when we start by blaming a person, we lose two things. The chance that others will report similar events and the chance to learn from things that went wrong. Instead, an investigation with a focus on a just culture starts by asking what went wrong and how did it make sense for those involved to do what they did? Let's take the example of the sinking of the MV Conception. This occurred after a fire broke out on board with the loss of 34 lives. The National Transportation Safety Board began an investigation with the aim of determining the cause of the fire and verifying the safety measures that had been aboard. Their aim was to look at the how of the accident. In other words, how did this occur? They looked at the whole system that was involved, not just the people. So things like the design of the boat and the culture of the company were inspected. Without that starting point, many of the lessons that came from the fire wouldn't have been learned. For example, requiring connected smoke detectors, making sure that night patrols were in place, and making sure an exit in a separate area was available from below deck. People were punished for their violations, but lessons were also learnt. Without these lessons, punishment doesn't often change people's behaviour. Even though a professional investigation took place, it didn't stop the immediate social media outcry when there was incomplete knowledge about the fire. What is interesting is that even though this was a government-led, learning-focused investigation, criminal investigation systems and processes prevented full learning from happening. Justice or criminal investigation systems and just culture processes rarely work together. Here is a quote from the United States Coast Guard report, page 8. The criminal investigation resulted in the National Transportation Safety Board having limited access to key personnel of Truth Aquatics working at the time of the accident, including the captain of the Conception, the first galley hand, or any employee responsible for operations. Another example of this was the recent reporting of a student who died in a UK quarry. In the press and on social media, the dive instructor was slammed for the violations that were reported holding the student down during an unnecessary safety stop while he ran out of gas. Based on the reports coming from the court, it sounded very clear-cut the instructor was at fault and was entirely responsible for the death of his student. That is until he was acquitted of all charges. So how could someone who'd made such a gross error be allowed to walk free? Simple, the media had reported on the prosecution's opening arguments only, which they didn't manage to back up. There was no reporting of the defence side. Since the acquittal, it has been reported that the student had been immediately given a working regulator after running out of gas. 
had merely been reminded to hold his safety stop not held down and was taken to the surface as soon as his regulator had fallen out of his mouth as he fell unconscious. This all happened six years ago when immersion pulmonary edema IPO, wasn't as understood or recognised as it is now. There were also several undeclared issues on his medical form. All of these things added up to be enough to acquit the instructor in court. However, as we all know, the internet is a very different place. Unfortunately for this instructor, bad news tends to travel further and faster than good. So there are still people repeating what was initially reported. If we had a just culture in diving, it is far more likely that people at the time would have asked, how did this happen? For sure, the police will still investigate if they believe a breach of the law has occurred to make sure any guilty party doesn't go unpunished. If we ask the question above first, how did it make sense? It is more likely that IPO might have been identified and reported on as a possibility, giving us all something to learn from and potentially saving a future life if someone recognised the symptoms. As someone who was involved in many other adventurous sports, I can say that people who have accidents and incidents in other communities are not attacked in the same way as divers are. So how can we, as a diving community, encourage a just culture by asking how how did this happen? How did it make sense to the people involved at the time? A just culture understands that nobody gets in the water thinking today I'm planning on having an accident, but their decisions are based on their experience, their training and their goals. We need to look at the whole system, including the equipment, agencies, physical and social conditions, safety culture or lack of and understand why people made the decisions they did. It is about creating a culture, a shared belief. That means when something goes wrong, we start by asking how, rather than who is to blame. This little change in language can have huge positive results when it comes to learning and making our diving safer. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to know more about what was discussed in this episode, head over to the Human Diver website at thehumandiver.com where you will find details about our education programs, the If Only documentary, the book Under Pressure, and the many, many blogs we have published there. If you think others should listen and learn, consider sharing the link. Thank you.